0: And welcome to the special holiday edition. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Philly's Talk Podcast. We're now listener supported. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Philly's Talk. The special holiday edition of philly's talk podcast my name is rich and my name is jim and <clears throat> uh, hello jim and merry christmas to you happy holidays and how's this christmas season going
1: how's going on rich uh a little cool tonight but a little christmas in the air you know but uh it's been really warm like baseball season and uh i was just telling you before the show started that uh well, I live Santa Claus made his appearance on a fire truck, and all the kids are running out. It's quite a sight, but uh, and you know, it's um, fortunately that's all it is, you know, just uh, Santa Claus. So, but uh, Rich, the um, uh, there've been some uh, surprise signings. Uh, Johnny Cueto signed with the Giants, a big contract.
0: Surprise signings, yes, indeed. And as you said, Jimmy, Christmas just uh, ten days away here. Uh, Before we get into some of the signings, let's uh, talk a little bit about what the greatest gifts for Phillies fans may be this year, uh, leading up to the holiday season. Of course, uh, there's always baseball tickets you could get uh, for Christmas gifts, of course.
1: And Phillies merchandise.
0: Sure, the websites are loaded with discounts. I think I went on there tonight, Jim. And uh, 35% off at phillies.com. You don't see that number very much uh, as a discount. Right. But,
1: uh, you know, maybe there's some books or something that, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of things you can get, but uh, baseballs and, uh, you know, autographed bats, and there's all kinds of stuff for the baseball fan.
0: Yeah, and as I was saying on a podcast I do uh, on baseball, this past week, one of the uh, forgotten gifts for uh, fans might be some baseball cards. I know years ago, that used to be something that would really uh, make people happy, and they collect them, and you look back at them years later, and you say, God, this was so-and-so, you know, like, can't really believe it's the same player, uh, especially as you start to get older yourself. Yeah, I know, it's
1: you look at you look right, you look at some you look at some of the old like Phillies <clears throat> yearbooks and stuff. You look at these players like wow, <laughs> you know. Or you look at some of the old rosters and you say, "I forgot they even had this guy," you know. And uh, it's, it's yep. really really it, it's a ast- time of, you know a Christmas time to, for nostalgia. I look back at some of the names and they're like, "Oh man, I forgot about this guy and forgot about that guy," you know. <laughs>
0: So,
1: uh, but uh, so what? What what about you, Rich? What's going on with
0: you? Well, for the holidays, it's generally a nice and quiet, quiet time around the household. But as you said, Jimmy, it's been such spring-like weather out there. It's kind of hard to believe it's the uh, middle of December and we're talking about Christmas already.
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, you know, people are complaining it's gonna be it's gonna be cool this weekend. But you know. In the forties in December in this part of the country's not bad. And uh it's just, you know, no white Christmas this sure they're saying. They're saying uh, you know, if anything maybe rain, but uh eh, before you know it it'll be springtime and it'll be baseball again and everybody'll be happy, Rich. Mm-hmm.
0: That's for sure. What we're talking with you uh on a weekly basis and then every couple weeks in the off season is of course We're following the Phillies, especially for those fans that live outside of the area, across the country or around the world for that matter. We're trying to bring you some of the local flavors of what's happening in the land of Philadelphia. And of course, uh, we live on the outskirts of town, Jim. But uh, the Phillies signed somebody the other day, kind of a surprise signing as well, from the Pittsburgh Pirates. The guy's name is Charlie Morton. Pitcher for many years now, Uh, going on his ninth year. He's been with Pittsburgh for eight of, or seven of his eight years already, and he's sort of a middle of the road pitcher. uh, Somebody that you really haven't heard too much about. And believe it or not, Jimmy's from Flemington, New Jersey. Wow,
1: that that is hard to believe. But I never, you know, I I don't know anything about him. Which is he a starter or a reliever?
0: He's generally a starter, Jimmy. Uh, started 23 games for the Pirates last year. He's going to be uh, a 32-year-old in the 2016 season. Uh, earning a pretty good salary as well, $8 million. He's sort of like a Kyle Kendrick. Uh, he was 9-9 and last year, uh, 4.81 ERA. So nothing really special about him uh, per se, Jimmy, but you got to look at the salaries these days. They're paying a guy that's 9 and 9 with a 4.81 ERA, $8 million a year. Yeah, I know. That, that kind of boggles.
1: Well, they gave Aaron Harang, what, seven last year, and uh, he couldn't have gotten near you out. So. And uh, look at some of the ridiculous amounts that they're paying. He's got Jay uh, uh signed with Toronto for what? Some. What did you say he signed for, Rich?
0: Thirty-six million dollars over three years. That's nine million. That's not, uh,
1: nine million dollars a year, or whatever. Oh, it's ten point three, whatever. It it's amazing. And then granky signed for an incredible amount of money, and Johnny Cueto just signed a, you know, unbelievable contract. So it, it's like, it, it's getting out of hand. And I'm wondering, you know, at the end of next year, the CBA is up, and I'm wondering if there's going to have some
0: problems with that, Rick. Yeah, well, it can't be the guys that are signing for all this money. Of course, uh, Cueto signs for $130 million with the Giants. You have David Price with that off-the-chart signing with Boston. Uh, you go on and on here. Granky. Granky. granky with a huge contract. You got Jason Hayward
1: yeah. with a
0: hundred million eighty-four eight-year deal. That's a head-scratcher for me. Jason Hayward is... Above average, but he's no superstar. Right.
1: And what's going to hap- What about Mister Murphy from the Mets? Uh, he wants a lot of money. Who's going to pay him all kinds of money? You know, this poor guy's level end up uh, playing for four million dollars somewhere.
0: Yeah, he might end up sort of like a uh, Pat Burrell did after the Phillies won the World Series. He he really couldn't catch on too many places after that. I think he went down to Tampa uh, and played there a couple seasons, but he didn't get anywhere near the money he thought he was going to get, and I think you're right, Jimmy. Uh, a guy like Murphy might end up uh, having to sign somewhere for a lot less money because uh, they're just not going to pay that much. Right. You know, certain, certain free agents they're going to splash out on, but he, unfortunately, uh, I think is caught between a rock and a hard place
1: Well he he had a, he had a nice uh, postseason rich and you know why don't the Phillies try to sign him he would be a great addition to that team to the team. He's a veteran he can hit the ball and uh, you know he would solidified the infield
0: yeah well he's available so uh, we'll have to see the Phillies do have about four or five guys that they're going to be bringing down that spring training. Uh, for second base, Jim. It's going to be a free-for-all down there for some positions, including starting, pitching, and relieving. Uh, There was a good article uh, making the rounds this afternoon on MLB.com, and it was talking about all the great pitching that the Phillies have acquired. Of course, uh, a seven-player deal with the Houston Astros. The Phillies landed uh, a great first-round pick and a 1st draft pick out of all of baseball, and uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, Mr. Appel is his name, 24 years old now, never really caught on with Houston. Of course, uh, as they moved on and got successful, uh, he just became expendable. So the Phillies are taking a chance with him. They think he might prosper with a uh, change of scenery here in Philadelphia, uh, brand new league with the National League, of course. Uh, Houston going to the American League a couple seasons back now, but the Phillies have a ton of pitching. They're going to be bringing down the spring training this year. Jim.
1: Yeah, they do, and of course the gentleman they got from uh, from Texas, and uh, if he's healthy, he could help us. And then Morton, and then you got Nola, who who was our number one draft pick, and and Morgan, and. Uh, you know, you're not going to be able. You're not going to know the pitching staff, which who's going to be yeah. who's going to be the closer, and they're going to do that by committee.
0: Well, I don't think we've heard too much talk about a closer yet, but they have. They certainly have a lot of pitchers uh, going down there to Clearwater. Mark Appel uh, rumored to be in contention for a starting position down there, as is. Vincent Velasquez, of course, uh, they got him from Houston as well, and as you mentioned, you have Nola still, Ickoff, uh, you got Charlie Morton here, so you got so many pitchers.
1: Buchan- you got Buchanan, you got Mr. Gonzalez, who who pitched for the Phillies last year, who was three and three. Uh, is he done? I don't know what about him.
0: I think he was down in the uh, South American League somewhere. Uh, last I heard. Uh, about him, Jimmy. Uh, Not too much happening with him, though. Uh, Not really sure where he'll end up on the Phillies, or will he be in the minors for the Phillies. Haven't really heard too much myself. But uh, the Phillies are going to have a ton of people down there. And as you said, Jim, it's going to be a totally brand-new type of uh, pitching staff going for 2016.
1: I think so. I think that... um... David Buchanan could be could help the Phillies. Is did they retain their pitching coach? Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> that that was the thing we uh, talked a little bit about it. The Phillies sort of kept a lot of coaches uh on for the 2016 season including the manager of course, but uh you know, we'll have to see. Those guys aren't on the field for these players. They can't win for them. And they certainly can't bat balls when they're in the uh, dugout. So Phillies just have to get a little bit more wood on the ball, score some more runs, and get some more solid pitching. And it seems like uh, we've made moves to do that.
1: Yeah, and they, they're they getting a lot younger, too, Rich.
0: Yeah, it seems like this uh, new GM, Matt Klintak, has been um, avoiding older players like the Plague uh, that's why I say Charlie Morton, he's no youngster. He's going to be 32 this year, and he's due for $8 million this year and then $9.5 million next year. So I guess uh, somewhere down the line he had to add somebody with some experience into this Phillies uh, team. As you said, Jimmy, they're all pretty well young guys. They're going to need some sort of guidance from someone that's been around the league for a while. But uh, Morton himself, he's forty five and seventy so when I read uh, the signing of Morton, I was very unimpressed with that
1: yeah I was too it's uh you know I'm there like who is this guy you know, they're getting some of these guys um the guy they got from Houston was it Morrison or whatever in Harris. is it, do you could he be good rich
0: sure every one that they got from Houston uh could end up very good um uh, but we'll have to see. You know, that's the thing. Uh, it seems like Ruben Amaro would bring in your aging veterans to uh, do this job, and they really weren't doing it very well with Jerome Williams and uh, Aaron Harang. Yeah, and how about Kevin
1: Correa and uh, and Chad Billingsley, uh, household names, you know?
0: Exactly. These guys have had their, their better days. Uh, beyond them of course and Ruben Amaro took that chance with them hiring them at a cheaper price bringing them in but it really didn't do the team all that well so we'll have to see if Matt Klintock's, uh new approach to getting pitching in town has been successful and we'll only know that when the season starts and Probably middle of the way through the season, we'll be uh, talking about some good things with that. Hopefully, but
1: they got pitching. Now can they get some hitting, Rich? They, I still, uh, it still befuddles me how, why they let Jeff Francois walk I mean, okay, the guy was afraid, but they should have tried to sign him because I thought he played. I thought he did a decent job, and he was the veteran that they could have used.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um But they parted ways with him, and uh, he's no longer part of the Phillies uh, moving forward into 2016. Uh, They do have a lot of uh, younger players that they brought up. They didn't want to commit to uh, somebody like a Francoeur at this point. I don't think anybody else signed him yet, though, Jim. So, uh, you know, he's still out there, and the Phillies still may need his services. You never know. Uh, what happens, especially in spring training, if one of these guys gets uh, an injury or two? Then all of a sudden, you're scrambling to find somebody. So we'll have yeah. to just who's, wait. To see who's the best
1: non-pitcher on the team right now? Uh, Franco?
0: I'd have to say you'd have to say it would be Franco um, with the Phillies, and a healthy Franco will be a healthy Phillies in 2016.
1: Uh, I hope They're going to have a sophomore jinx.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've seen that before with some uh guys that are touted to be you know, up and coming superstars. Yeah, uh yeah. Dominic Brown and, and many other players before him on the Phillies that were touted to be supposed to be good but just never lived up to it. So
1: anybody well, sign anybody sign him
0: yet? Who's that? Dominic Brown. I haven't heard anybody picking up Brown yet. Uh, of course, we still got some time to go, but the clock is ticking, as they say. Uh, not too many more days now. We'll be talking about spring training, so it'll be interesting to see who picks up Brown. I, I think somebody like a um, Dodgers or somebody like that might be in the uh, mm-hmm. run for signing him. But you got to look at his agent as well. Uh, he's that big-dollar agent, and uh, I don't think too many people get along with him too well yeah. because he's looking for too much. Yeah, and uh, in
1: January, they got the winter meetings, and that filled my pull off some trades, you know. And uh, Rich, you were telling me that our, our old buddy Justin DeFleitas signed with the Seattle Mariners, and uh, so did Ryan Madsen.
0: Yeah, Madsen uh, made a, a contract as well. And uh, it just goes to show you, he got $22 million over a couple of seasons. And just a few years ago, he was almost out of baseball. He was, so uh,
1: Tommy John. And he's got two World Series rings now, Rich. He's got one with the Phils and one with the Royals.
0: Yeah, and uh, Madsen going to be in Oakland A, oh, by Oakland the way. A okay. well. Yeah.
1: But uh, the is signed with the Mariners and... Uh, you know, wish him well, but uh, that's that's really weird how... But sometimes a change of scenery helps players, Rich.
0: Yes, it does, and we'll have to see a lot of these players that have switched teams in 2016. Um, not too much team loyalty taking place anymore around the league, Jim. No, it's
1: it's dollars and cents.
0: That's for sure. Well, we're going to take a little break, Uh, in the show here and then we're going to come back and talk about an old time filly that just has resurfaced in the news right after this break you're listening to
1: baseballpodcast.net Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime.
0: I'd like to invite you to listen to a great podcast on baseball called Phillies Talk. Hi, my name is Rich Baxter. Join me and my co-host, James Jim Mulry, every week as we talk about the fightin' Philadelphia Phillies. Go to fightin'phillies.com. Find this podcast, along with Dear Mr. Fantasy podcast, at baseballtalkradio.com, the home for great baseball talk radio. fans, if you've been dying all winter for some hot baseball action, for the crack of the bat, the slap of a ball in a leather glove, waiting to talk
1: baseball and listen to people talking baseball,
0: well you can have that and much more at baseballpodcast.net, the home of great baseball podcasts. Net MLB This Week Podcast would love to have your business ad or service playing here. Please email us at talk at mlbthisweek.com Find out how easy it is to be on our show. And now, back to the program. And uh, Jimmy, we're back here live talking about Phillies baseball, and uh, one of the all-time, my all-time greatest Phillies of many years ago, uh, got some bad news from the commissioner of baseball the other day. Pete Rose, not admitted back into baseball.
1: Well, he he admitted he still bets on
0: baseball, Rich.
1: And, uh, you know, I think they, if he didn't, they probably would have reinstated him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like there, there seems to be hope around him. Um there seems to be a lot of hype around him but uh Pete Rose supposedly is disappointed with Rob Manfred's decision to uphold his lifetime ban from major league baseball but uh he knows he's in a tough spot so he knows that you know a lot of people don't want to go out on a limb for him he did what he did years ago and apparently that's going to stick.
1: Well, the thing that bothers me about Pete Rose is,
0: okay, he gambled
1: on baseball. But you know what, Rich? How about the guys like Clemens that, that, that use performance-enhancing drugs? Pete never did that. Okay, he bet on baseball. He paid his dues. Okay? Let him back in. He was one of the greats. Clemens, those guys cheated. They shouldn't be allowed. But but Pete Rose didn't cheat. He just, You know, it's... It's a very gray area, but I, that's my opinion. The man was great. You know, give him a break. You know, geez.
0: Yeah, he has been quoted as saying he would like to be, quote unquote, a friend of baseball rather than being an outsider, being shunned. Of course, uh, last year he was uh, welcomed back to baseball with Cincinnati when the uh, Great American Ballpark hosted the All Star Game, and now it just seems like that's ancient history and Rose will uh, endure his ban again. And yeah, I think he's he's served his time. He's 74 years old. Uh, but apparently uh, that is not to be for right now anyway, Jim. But an interesting story by uh, Buster Olney of ESPN uh, was making the rounds the other day and he had said, yeah, MLB can ban Pete Rose, but Really, the Hall of Fame doesn't have to. They could actually uh, admit him into the Hall of Fame because he's. They're not governed by the same rules that Major League Baseball are.
1: Right, right. I know, and uh, but you know they're so worried about the image of baseball, but uh, it's it's a bunch of you know, don't don't get me started on that. I think those guys are, you know, half them guys don't know what they're talking about, but there's guys that should be in the Hall of Fame who aren't, and. You know Dale Murphy's one of them, you know so but uh just because he was one short of 400 home runs doesn't mean he shouldn't get in and you know stuff like that so but um I don't know rich it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what goes on every time I look at the ticker tape now I see this one signed for this amount of money and they're like holy cow you know but the Giants have loaded up, haven't they
0: yes they have a lot of teams have loaded up uh, the Cubs. Uh, the Diamondbacks, as you said, landing granky Red sox couple.
1: with um uh, with, uh, with david Price.
0: yeah, so a lot of a lot of teams powered up they're not uh waiting for tomorrow, they want things to happen in twenty sixteen, and it's going to be a very fun season, i think
1: I think so too, and we you know you sit here and you you, you know we talk about well the Phils are rebuilding, everybody knows that and which, if Pete McCammon wins eighty games this year, could he get manager of the year?
0: <laughs> Not with eighty. If the Phillies could somehow pull off a, a twenty sixteen miracle with uh, eighty five to ninety oh, wins, geez. then I think
1: uh, he could won for governor. But uh, <laughs> now they, uh, I realistically though, I mean eighty five. Come on, jeez. <laughs> I don't think they'll see 85 wins for another couple of years, but they, uh, realistically, Rich, is 77, is 77 a, uh, a reachable number for them this year?
0: I think it is, especially with this upgraded pitching staff that we're going to be seeing. Uh, you might get some surprises out there. I don't think the Phillies can be grouped into a team that will be finishing last in 2016 again, Uh, They didn't really bolster their offense all that much. Uh, That might be the missing link of the Phillies' uh, greatest problems. They still have a lot of guys that are not hitting runs batted in.
1: Ryan Howard.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not. Well, Howard, you could make a case for um, Herrera as well. He's out in center. He's not got that many RBIs and... Some of the other younger guys didn't either. So, you know, that'll be their job in 2016 to see if they can move these runners and score them uh, rather than leaving them on the bases.
1: Well, however, everybody fell over that guy this year. And, you know, he, at the beginning of the season, he's, he, they thought he was the greatest thing since Roboto Clemente. And, uh, you know, I don't know where, but yeah, he uh, he made, he, he did say Cole Hamels was no hitter, but I'm interested to see what they do about the bullpen. That's gonna be uh I don't want Garcia or Gomez out there, you know, with the game on the line. I just uh, don't have any confidence in them guys. And um well maybe they'll get somebody, Rich.
0: That's for sure. Well let's look at the um at the starting or the forty man roster actually. Uh AJ Actor, uh pitcher was designated for assignment. Today, So uh, he may not be a part of the Phillies' uh, 2016 plans. Elvis Arajo still on the roster. Alec Asher, Jesse Biddle still on the 40-man roster. And there's another pitcher that the Phillies still have hanging around and sort of have some high hopes for, David Buchanan, as you mentioned, Jim. Uh, a lot of other pitchers. Jared Ikoff, we saw him a little bit last year. Look pretty decent. Luis Garcia and Gene Mar Gomez, as you were just mentioning, still on the forty man roster. And then you have Matt Harrison that the Phillies got from Texas, and if he's healthy, maybe he'll be competing for a starting role as well. Yeah, is he a right hander? He's a lefty.
1: Oh, is he really? Oh, that's what we need. And and Morton's a right hander, correct? Yes. Harrison's a lefty, that's good. They um they they need some hitting. And uh, they might have to make a trade to get some hitting, but if they do, so be it. You know. So, but uh, you're talking about ex-Phillies, Rich. Our old buddy Chase Utley, we signed with the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, Chase Utley getting a one-year deal from uh, the Dodgers, and that's good for him. You know, I, I think this might be the last year for Utley. Um, of course, we've been saying that for a couple seasons <laughs> now. What about Jimmy Rollins? Even when he's with the Phillies, uh well, though, Rollins I haven't heard too much about. I think he's with the Dodgers next year as well. Okay, yeah. So
1: it's gonna be a fun year I'm I'm kinda of looking forward to. It. I really wasn't looking forward to last year because I knew it was gonna be kind of brutal. But I think, you know, you look at it this way. The Phillies got swept sixteen times last year. If they can knock that down, you know, half half that that's eight wins right there, Rich. You know, so, but uh, you know, I, I'm hoping 77 would be the number. That would be a much improved. It still could be lost, but it, it it would be much improved. And uh, you know, uh, see what happens. Uh, they got to. They what they got to avoid is these long losing streaks and these, you know, going in and getting swept four game series by the Milwaukee Brewers. And then, you know, going in, what they lose? Nine out of ten before the All-Star break? Stuff like that. they got to avoid doing that.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's just the thing. The Phillies also have a younger catcher invited to spring training, J.P. Arencia Bia, his name is. Uh, he was with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays for a few years. Not a terribly impressive guy, but he's going to be in there competing for maybe a backup role. To Chooch. I think uh, this might be Chooch's last year.
1: What about, what oh, um, uh, yeah, wait. The other guy, um, uh, that, not well, uh, you know, the other guy that was a catcher, the backup catcher.
0: Cameron Rupp. Yeah, Cameron Rupp. Yeah, well, he'll be invited to spring training, too. So there'll be a lot more, um, what would you say, a competition yep. for these spots. Yep,
1: yep. And uh, what do you think about the, about Pete McCann? Do you think he'll be a good manager?
0: I think he'll be pretty steady for this year. Uh, whether or not he lasts beyond this year, I can't really say for sure. I would have to probably lean against it unless the Phillies turn some sort of miracle and end up near first place a couple months into the season. Yeah, well, he's, but, uh,
1: he's good with the young players,
0: so. Yeah, McCann's been around the the game for many years. He's been around the Phillies for many years, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, good for him if he does stick around. And I think success is going to make him stick around yep. more than anything else. Well,
1: if, he, if they, Rich, if they win seventy-seven games this year, and or just said you know for and and they're competitive, I think they'll rehire him. You know. Yeah, well, that's a we'll have team game see. improvement. You know, and yeah, we'll have to see, but but it's a funny game, so, but you never know now if now if, he, if they go eighty three and whatever and they finish third in the division, but they're in in the hunt until September, he'll be resigned,
0: yeah, well, we'll have to see what happens with uh the season once it begins, uh, now about a hundred and nine days away from the start of the twenty sixteen season only about uh, nine days away from Christmas, Jimmy, so I want to take this time to thank our listeners for listening all season long, all year long, for that matter, and I wish them a happy holiday and very merry Christmas out there around the world, wherever you listen from, and don't forget, me and Jimmy would love to hear from you. Send us an email. Go right to fightinphillies.com. You can send it to rich at fightinphillies.com. Send your comments, thoughts, and suggestions. Review our podcast on iTunes. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate you going on there and giving us a review.
1: Well, Rich, uh, I don't know if we're going to do one before the New Year. If not, wish you a happy New Year. And uh, before you know it, before you know it, you'll hear the greatest sound in the world—the ball and the bat hitting the crack of the bat.
0: That's for sure. All right, Jimmy, happy holidays to you. Happy 2016. I think we'll probably sneak another show in before New Year's, but uh, if we don't, we also want to wish our listeners a very happy New Year.
1: All right, Rich, and uh, I can't wait. You know, two words I can't wait to hear again. Play ball.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed.
1: Take care, Jimmy. All right, Rich.